0: worthy of yourself, and free from the chains of your doubt. The sharp tongues of memory past, That once hissed in your ears telling lies, Do not deserve their spite. In your locked diary of your history, They stay and decay, And now, in the present, flowers bloom for you. You are here. Now then, witches! That was a poem by yours truly, entitled Chains and Flowers. I think reflects this beautiful episode very well. I'm Swales, your friend, the green witch here, being my authentic self, in hope that you will enjoy and learn stuff in this podcast that is beneficial to your life as a pagan and a witch or a witch. This episode will talk about the magical... Numerology of 1111 11 angel numbers, and then I will dive straight into uh, what manifesting is, what I've re- recently found out about it. I'll have my first full on full quote in this episode from another witch, which I include a sound bite. Woo, go me! And then there's also, I've got to say, uh, listener discretion as I speak about personal history of a bit of depression in my past, adults not safeguarding me, and also bad things happening in America with the news. Um, so if this triggers you, if it's too upsetting, it's not in-depth in for anything, it is just brief mentions, but I I would not feel right if I didn't mention it. We are now on another platform just today. We got on Amazon Music, which is fantastic. Um, another distributor to add to my belt. I work very hard on this podcast trying to make it as beautiful and as authentic as I can for you. Without further ado, I shall I should dive straight into the, the episodes. So let's go. Well, hello, witches and beautiful souls. Can you believe we're back? We're on episode 11. How amazing is that? Last episode was just so good. Um, episode 10 with the lovely Beverly Thornton came in and spoke to us about picturing pagans and photographing witches and it was an absolutely brilliant celebratory episode for our 10th, yes 10th episode. I'm amazed that I'm still going. Uh, I'm swales a friendly green witch as you've probably figured that out by now and this is episode 11 and 11 is just such a special number to me so I thought I'd start with telling you all about that. don't know if anybody knows about 1111. It's quite a cosmic number with lots of different Researchable angles. Some people think it's an angel number that represents a spiritual awakening in your life. Some people think it is a sign from the universe that things, something magnificent is about to happen and propel you on a different spiritual journey or a different awakening, like the number of the universe. It's quite a a, man, a manifesting number and it's very, you know, it's very balanced and it's very. Reflective. Uh, so, so, if you look into a number eleven, I mean, you you could Google, and there's just so much out there on eleven eleven. And I think when you get to know about it, that's it. Then you see it everywhere. So that's what happened to me back, back, back way when before I had children. We used to go to Las Vegas a lot of me and my husband. And there was this one time we were just laid in the hotel room, hung over as hell because we'd been drinking, gambling all night, and they had the demand. Movies before it was a thing everybody had. Do you remember that time? <laughs> and we found a, a film called "I Origins." Um, I don't know if you've seen this. It's a 2014 American science fiction, sort of romantic drama film about a scientist who studies irises, um, and he meets somebody in the beginning of the film. I don't want to say too much because I'll ruin it for you. But he meets this person, and then the day after. He sees eleven eleven everywhere. It follows him around and it's like spookily on adverts and on the clock. And, you know, that sets the scene rolling for the film. But I remember watching and being like, ooh, that's cool. And then I swear, I just looked at the clock and it said eleven eleven. 11 I was just like, whoa, head blown. Bearing in mind, this was before, way before I became a witch or, I mean, I've always been spiritually inclined, as you know, but way back when. And then after that, I saw 1111 11 all the time and it has gone on for years and years and years easy over a decade and this number is the only number I see repeatedly every day and sometimes I see 2222 22, which also stands out to me um, and it's just I think it's amazing I don't see it every day but I see it almost every day so I mean if you look into the number 11 you know like in tarot it's justice Justice card, which is all things will be taken in con- into consideration. It'll be fair. You learn from your mistakes. You add things up. You weigh, you weigh stuff out and pros and cons it, and things will come into balance. I think that's the overall message. Things will become right in the world if you have faith in it and if you allow it to. Which to me kind of sounds like the universe. Also, if you look at um, Chinese anthology. Number 11 is the dog symbol, you know, in, in the Chinese year. And the dog, which represents Libra, which is balancing the scales, which is justice. A little saying is, I watch. <laughs> I watch and observe and make a decision. So all these things, to me, seem to connect and convince me that it is the universe talking to me. I know it sounds a bit woo! But I just feel like every time I see 11.11, it's the universe confirming they see me. They hear what I'm saying and what I'm thinking and they feel my vibrations. I'm on the right path if I have faith. That's, I think in a nutshell, 11.11 is that's what it's saying to me. Yeah, 1111 is the universe and I always talk about the universe. I mean, a lot of people call the universe different things. God, for example, you know, it can be religion, it can be just fate. Some people think it's another word for fate. For me, the universe is like a delicate balance of things that are put right if you've got the right mindset and you are open to abundance and manifestation and high vibes thinking, we, you know, when that's a whole different ball game on its own, you know, trying to think positively. Anyway, so this leads me on to the topic I've chosen for episode 11, manifestation. It's a bit of a buzzword at the moment in it, which is everybody's trying to manifest a new house and a new car and the dream job and money falling the, the lap from the sky. It's no surprise that manifestation doesn't really work like that. And it is all about a mindset. So I suppose you've all heard of the book called The Secret, which has been around quite a while now, an American cult-following book. And I've read it, and I bet a lot of you have. And it's all about actions. You think it, and you ask for it outright. And then I think you've to imagine it, and that in itself will draw good stuff to you, which is kind of true. I personally don't think it's as easy as that, and and it's very materialised, is the secrets it really is all about living the high life and being on jets in first class and owning a house and the stories in it where people did a vision board of a house and then a few years later they're in the house that was on the vision board and it all just seems a little bit cliche and quite materialistic i think for me the true meaning of manifestation manifestation is getting things to come to you daily you know little little subtle things that bring you joy and happiness and love and yeah I think that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. So recently I've been on holiday with my kids and my family to centre parks down south which is quite a pagan holiday which you never really make the connection but it is because it's all about caring for the the forest and the woods and it's animal based there's squirrels and there's deers at your doorstep and there's ducks tapping on your glass going like, hey, up, give me some give me some bread. Um, and there's little bunny rabbits leaving little poos everywhere. The, a lot of the activities that you buy is nature-based activities, which is brilliant. And there's recycling there. I think we did Encounter with Owls, where we all, a group of us and some of our families, met a lady who had a van full of owls and hawks gorgeous cute little owl called i think it was called terry or something (laughs) oscar this little dwarf gray owl with big beautiful orange eyes really tame and you get your glove you know and you can hold the owls and get them to fly to you and stuff and my kids loved it and we also did a really cool workshop me and Clementine my youngest did it together and it it was so simple it would just get a load of monkey nuts and Cheerios and a bit of garden wire put a pine cone at the bottom and then thread the Cheerios and use a screw just to make holes in the monkey nut and then you're just putting it on that is it and then just threading it up such a simple idea but my kids absolutely loved it we ended up making two and then there was the classic fat ball you know putting seed in lard wrapping it around a pine cone and dangling it from a string and that was cool too i mean we put them outside and they didn't last two minutes we woke up in the morning and the whole thing had just gone (laughs) they all the Animals had just had a feast in the night outside our windows and taken the lot. And they were upset. I said, well, the animals came along and ate them. It was just that tasty. And then they were happy then. Anyway, I digress. The reason I mentioned this holiday was I did two things. I did workshops about podcasting and getting better and how to monetize and how to get a bigger audience and tips and stuff. And the other thing is I read a book called Manifest by Roxy Nafayuzi, Roxy Nafayuzi, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life. Now, this book is bright orange and really striking. And it's written in a really lovely way, giving seven steps on how to manifest. Now, I absolutely love it because it is very different from the other one, The um, the Secret, because it's less about owning stuff and more about attracting happiness really manifesting joy into your life so it's, you know like the whole life high vibration emotions will attract more to you than sad vibrations fear and guilt and despair you want to try do hope optimism kindness joy gratitude peace etc the higher vibration and emotions you put out into the universe the universe will match that vibration send it back to you that's my understanding So, you know, there's the whole do the vision board, pinpoint exactly what you want to do, put a number what you'd like to earn. It's kind of basically just mind mapping your life in set times. I think two things stood out to me. One is my whole life, I've been quite a sad person, especially throughout my younger years, my childhood and my teenage years, because I suffered from depression, pretty much all the time if I'm honest and I had loads of counselling through different charities and doctors trying to fix myself and I'd have times when I were I were there I felt fixed but then there were always a little part of me that doubted that I was I were there and I was fixed and that was enough to keep that low vibration in the background and so negative things still happen but they weren't massive like they had been when I was young but it's hard to to get your brain to believe positive things when you feel that sad you know it's it's a lot of work and you'll need help from various places which I can't give because I'm not medically trained but in my mind it's like in you know in my (laughs) I've got this bizarre Monty Python brain type job you know like Monty Python shorts I see there's a brain inside a desk and I'm I come along to this brain and I give the brain some paper and it's got like loads of happy words written on it and the brain kind of goes like, what's this? And I say, well, you've got to read them. Keep reading them and then you've got to believe them. And the brain's going, yeah, but it's not true, is it? It's not true. And I'm sort of saying to the brain, well, you need to read them. If you keep reading them and keep reading them, then eventually it'll happen and you will start feeling a bit more positive. <laughs> a bit weird. <laughs> and that is, I think that's what it is. It's almost like tricking your brain into positive thinking no easy task but at the moment one of the things I got from this fantastic manifestation book is listing 15 things around you that you're grateful for so you're like five things inside you five things in your life maybe five things you can do or achieve I read that if you struggle to come up with these then you can do them globally and they can be really huge you know like worldly so you know when you're feeling pissed off and when you're sad you can think well I'm grateful that there's sun shining on me and I'm grateful that the sky is looking blue and clear I'm grateful I can hear the birds tweet I'm grateful there's this tree on my street that blossoms every spring grateful that my neighbor has a cat that comes to say hello to me when I'm out You know, it could be anything as massive as that because it's tricking your brain into sending out a good vibe. And me and my eldest are starting to do this because she is very much a pessimist. She's always like, my life is so terrible. I've had the worst day ever. I just did it all wrong and I'm silly and I'm I'm not a nice person and I hate this day. You know, and it's just like, wow, okay, let's try and be grateful for five things and when even when she's cross i say it and then i just start doing it in front of her like i'm really grateful that you trust me enough to show me your true emotions and i'm really grateful that you have a bedroom full of toys that you really love and then she'll naturally start going oh yeah I'm grateful that I can be cross right now. And I'm like, okay, I'm grateful that you speak English so we can communicate. You know, it could be absolutely anything. And it has made a tiny little difference. And also we had evidence of this. So we started doing it at the beginning of the holiday when I read this book, which I fired through in like four days or something. And we started doing it well, we were there because it was easy to do because we were in the forest surrounded by animals and amazing things to do and play on and eat. And there was a day when we wanted to do a game, but we hadn't booked anything. And so I went to the desk, wherever it is, and said, oh, we'd like to book table tennis. And the lady said, oh, uh, you've just missed the start time for that. It started 10 minutes ago. And Florence went, oh, and then she went, but however... You could just take a ball and the bats and you can play for 20 minutes for nothing and just come back at half past when the session's finished. In Florence was like, yay! So as we were walking to the table tennis, I was said to her, you see, it's that weird? Because, because we've been good vibing all week, we've managed to score free table tennis for 20 minutes. I mean, how amazing is that? And she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow, it really does work. And I was like, it absolutely does work. <laughs> and there is the proof girl just there just for you another thing as well that that I personally have a, a problem with that I read in this amazing book is when you get envy so you've got to try and turn your envy into inspiration again throughout my life I've been quite an envious person of always doom scrolling oh gosh if there's anything like a cock block of manifesting that is doom scrolling it is the worst for manifesting just don't do it <laughs> it's really lowers the vibes I tell you yeah so when you're looking at perfect life that's portrayed on the internet for example Instagram and then you get the all green eyed monster that is lowering the vibe because it's a negative emotion right so Roxy's asking you to re-picture it as inspiration so you're going to try and unpack it And it is so hard, I tell you, even today is so hard and I'm so aware that I do this. So you'd say like, why why am I feeling so envious of this person? Look at her perfect life, it's so unfair, I wish I could have that. Grab all of that, wouldn't it be cool if I could have that? How amazing that they've got to where they've got to through their hard work and that there's people for them. These people that are for them are not going to be the same people for me because there's billions of people in the world. There is plenty of customers and clients to go around. Don't be envious of somebody's success. We have to send out love and respect and inspiration to the person who is making us envious. It does take a lot of practice. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do by any stretch of the imagination. Just catch yourself and rethink it and try and repicture it and that's a challenge I'm going to set you <laughs> and the other thing is I think this is probably the most important one is when you're trying to manifest and you're trying to attract love to yourself and good things in general you've got to start at home inside so the way you speak to yourself and the way you at yourself and self criticize all that again is a block to manifesting stuff and i know it's so easy especially for women to do it in today's world with all the unfair capitalist bollocks we've got to deal with the magic is talking to yourself with love it is a bit cheesy in the morning you're looking at yourself and going oh i love you List five things i like about my face i mean if you can do it then please do it i do struggle with that but I catch myself saying in my head like oh you silly twat what are you doing I catch myself going like no no do not give yourself such a hard time about this because it is it can happen to anybody and you're doing your best and you're only human and you're gonna better yourself you need to let it go don't dwell it's another thing I do is I dwell on the past that you cannot change the past is gone can no longer define us we've learned some mistakes sometimes we haven't and that's okay be nice to yourself, witches, be nice. The magic is in being nice, even in the Wiccan law. One of the laws is do harm to none. And that includes yourself. Speak to yourself with love, respect, and kindness. I think these three things, when I read the book, stood out to me so much. And I've kind of been acting on them without realising, trying to be kinder to myself. And my mental health is loads better. And the reason for that is because witchcraft, which makes me really happy, asks me to speak kindly to myself. I know you've got kids as well, you don't want to speak unkindly to yourself in front of your children because they learn it because it's like modelling behaviour, isn't it? They will mirror you. My word, my kids absolutely mirror me on everything, you know, from the stuff to watch, the stuff they say, the way they play on the games and watch the screens, what they eat. There's so much there that is mirrored from me model behaviour. So I, I never comment about my body around them um and I've generally just tried to stop beating myself up about my body in general and that's also a challenge half and go in front of them and be like oh I'm quite proud of myself for that how cool is that look what I've achieved and they go wow mummy that is so cool and I'm like yeah I know <laughs> enjoy it it's good um you know like people say everything that happens to you in your life is because of you because you attracted it because you thought it I think that's really Problematic. I mean, for one, we cannot control other people, no matter how positive we are inside and out, we are not responsible for other people's actions. We cannot control other people's will. So I think thinking you attract absolutely everything, good and bad, to yourself is really not a nice thought and quite toxic. But uh, Susan Greg, a Toltec master, Shunami healer and life coach in Hawaii, and a recently well probably last year did um to one of my talks on zoom through the cult mother which is another amazing business i'll have to talk about in the future but she she was very inspiring and she was saying to have a good life you need to send love out to everyone all the time which sounds so huge even people who are right assholes to you and uh and then when that happens you'll manifest it back to you so when somebody's driving like a maniac Send them love. Sad that you're driving so irresponsibly, but I send you love and healing and stuff, which is so hard if you suffer from road rage. (laughs) Like I do, try not to flip people off behind the mirror. (laughs) But it's just really hard. I think we're so quick to fire out negativity if somebody's crossed our path and we never realise why or question why they've crossed us path, you know, like why they've upset us, they didn't even realise according to Susan, we should forgive them and send love out to them. It becomes problematic as well when, you know, like in America, when people are doing gun stuff in America, sorry about this trigger warning guns in America, but it's a bit late for that. But can you really send love to a person who has gone into a school and shot a load of people no you cannot but she was saying well you should because the reason they've done it is because they didn't feel love in the life and that is why we need to do it to stop this happening I was a bit like me, I don't know yeah, the jury's still out in the twin. you know a lot of bad stuff happened to me from a safeguarding issue when I was a kid when I was little adults took advantage of me in the most grotesque way and it took me a lot of love and self-help and counselling and hypnotherapy and all sorts to get over it and i was a bit like so like are you saying i manifested that she was like yeah i was like "Nah, i'm out i'm not on board (laughs) i cannot i cannot be i cannot be held accountable for other people's shit that they dish out it's just over the top for me that to me is like a really extreme extreme thought process on manifesting but uh, yeah, look her up. She's on Instagram. She's on Twitter. She's got a, a really cool life experience talk about how she got into it. Oh, it's been quite tragic. A lot of tragic things happened to her. She lives in Hawaii now and she's done all that. She's very inspiring. But yeah, keep that keep that in mind. The official Madam Adam got it correct for me when I did. When I was researching the whole manifestation. manifestation. So Madam Adam, the official Madam Adam is his instagram um it gets cloned loads as a lot of us do at the moment on instagram it is a right pain in the ass but he's, he does quick fire tarot readings on instagram as well as other little talks and stuff he's really cool to watch i really like him a lot his fashion sense is phenomenal and he always has these amazing <laughs> nails they're just gorgeous i'm gonna try and play you a clip in the mic i'm gonna see if it works here we go
1: that a lot of spiritual practice has become super fucking meta and like over glamorized on social media and honestly made really really over one of those things is manifestation everyone and their mother is like oh, i'm manifesting it while they grab a rose quartz and make a wish and that's just not how that works yes a lot of manifestation is mindset a lot of it is belief system and mantras and i believe i deserve that yeah a lot of it is that but to be frank manifestation by definition is demonstration to manifest means to demonstrate think about how a ghost might manifest in front of you it would demonstrate itself it would make itself known to you and that's why when i when i people tell me that they want to manifest money i say that they're really manifesting work because how would you demonstrate money into your life you'd work for it. You'd pick up a shift. You would grind. You would sell some stuff. You would do things. You would work toward that money. That's how you demonstrate it. That's how you manifest. Manifestation is demonstration. I want to manifest a love in my life or someone to love me. Then to demonstrate that, you would have to show that you're a willing participant of love, that you love yourself enough to carry yourself in a way that would be attractive to other people. I want to manifest a job. Then you would demonstrate that by applying, putting yourself out there carrying yourself confidently getting a haircut etc behaving in a way that you can show that you deserve and want that thing that's manifestation
0: manifestation is demonstration god i absolutely love that it is so true it is just what i've been reading about about demonstrating the positive vibes in different ways demonstrating the positive vibrations to yourself in different ways to Feel what it feels like and attract more of that into your life, so it's not just about getting the car it's about what it feels like to drive that car that you so desperately want, rather than focusing on the material which is a lot what people just assume manifesting is about it's about the feelings we get from the stuff, so if we didn't have the stuff, we need to work on the feelings, and the stuff will naturally follow I love it I absolutely love it is is a really cool uh speaker on the old day. Uh, Centre web. One more point I wanted to say. I learned this recently about manifesting. So I've been feeling a bit skint if I'm honest recently. As we all are, because of the whole everything costs a fortune. And um I decided to do some serious manifesting Mani manifesting Manifestation on uh, trying to get myself a windfall. I was like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. And so I worked quite hard at the end of last year trying to demonstrate probably not very well this this uh windfall now the universe when it gets this information it will do it for you if you feel so strongly about it but it'll do it for you in the easiest possible route and that's where the danger lies you start to say if you if you're wishing for a certain amount like 15 grand for example The universe will get that to you in any way it can, as easiest as it can. It'll take the easiest route. So somebody might die and you'll get it in the will or something terrible might happen to you and you'll get a payout, touch wood. They're quite worst case scenarios, but it happens, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I was manifesting this money for my my family. And earlier this year, my husband got told he was going to be made redundant in June and he'd get a big payout well, it wasn't that big. It was just maybe just over a year, but then you'd have to pay tax. It wasn't really that, that big. And it was the worst news. He's had this job a long time. He likes his job. He doesn't like change. He's complete opposite to me. And when he told me, I was like, holy hell, I actually do feel responsible. I asked for some money. I tried to manifest it. And I honestly believe this is how the universe has responded. And I tell you what, listeners i absolutely shit my pants i shit them i was so upset about it and he was you know obviously a bit pissed off but he's not at all witchy or he's very scientific very straightly so i don't know if he really believed in all that i mean i absolutely did and i absolutely felt responsible so i got my ass into gear i did loads of magic i did loads of um, offerings (laughs) manifesting a job for him as quick as possible with apologies to the universe like i'm really sorry i didn't think that through and the year progressed and we were all stressing out and we didn't really tell anybody because my husband was quite upset and embarrassed a little bit about it which is terrible because it's nothing to do with him it's the company innit? and then it comes to the last week in june and i'm like we're absolutely in trouble i don't know what we're going to do and then loads of things happened like one of his bosses left unexpectedly somebody new came in as his boss there were a shift around in the office and then people started fighting for his job and he got to keep the job uh, and it was like four days until he was gonna get get signed off and we just couldn't believe <laughs> how what a, what an absolute mess it was but we were so thankful that he got to keep his job I mean, we were all a bit annoyed about the whole fiasco, but I honestly do believe that is a tale of (laughs) trouble from Swales. Be careful what you wish for. It's that old cliche, but it is absolutely so true. And it's a proper word of caution for you there. It did absolutely rock our world. (laughs) I think there's just like the power of manifesting. Be careful out there, witches, it is a jungle. So I've rabbited on it on my own, you may have noticed, for 35 minutes. It's not, it's so bad, it's so bad. Leads nicely on to the next segment. There's been a lot of change and movement behind the scenes in Bell Witch HQ. As you know, Jodie, a fantastic witch, she is so, so busy at the moment. She is doing amazing things from running whole markets single-handedly to doing pendulum workshops and baby tarot card classes and all the other tarot class stuff. And then she's doing this tarot social and then she's trying to go to festivals. And I honestly do not know how she does it. And so she is asked to step down from creating the podcast. And I think it's a good time because we've made it to episode 10 Which is pretty cool, and then my confidence has slowly grown because in the beginning I was like, I can't do it on my own. I can't do it on my own. I'm so scared. I'll I'll be boring. I mean, maybe I am boring. Maybe not here. And in that case, I'm sorry, (laughs) baby's still here. (laughs) Thank you for being here. And so the Bell Witch podcast is still going to be around. I do have plans. It's gonna alter slightly. So my thinking is because the two episodes we have done with somebody, a guest speaker coming in, have been. The most successful i believe it has had the most views well not views but it has had the most downloads especially the last one got downloads quite quickly in a short space of time and the earth one has got the most views on youtube sidebar yes we are on youtube i have a youtube channel the belwich podcast podcast is on there but it's not a video it's just uh, like a screenshot with a sound bar that moves up and down and then you listen to this podcast right that i'm making right now it's the same podcast it is just a different distributor close sidebar I mean I do all the editing I do all the thinking it up I do all the artwork and typing stuff up and I do a lot of training on how to be better at podcasting for you guys and so my thinking is it could become like a moot those of you who don't know what a moot is it's kind of like a social gathering that happens once a month where somebody will come in to a group of witches kind of like a lecture but more fun and speak about something to do with witchcraft wicker paganism it could be anything and it's such a cool you learn lots if you're interested in the craft the way of living a pagan life and all that jazz it, it would be so awesome so my idea is it's going to become a podcast moot with a different person in every month and then maybe you know it's every two weeks so one week the first week I'd be talking on my own like this. And then the second week would be a guest speaker coming in to do the moot and kind of go co-host with me, like guest co-host. And I think it'd be awesome. I think, I hope it'd be the correct thing to do. Of course, it'll always have a family angle because I'm a mum and my kids important to me and I want them to be witchy. I actively encourage them to be witchy. and so it'll always have that angle but it probably won't be as focused as it has been with Jodie just in order to to keep going because I don't want to pod fade and I'm having such a nice time here talking to you and I hope you like it too when I were manifesting this I was thinking when I was I'll do my think swim don't even remember I tend to manifest up ideas think ideas up to manifest rather either when I'm about to go to sleep in which case that gives me insomnia or when I'm swimming so I remember swimming around Christmas time just talking to myself being like I'd love to do a podcast how about if I made a podcast and it'd be like if I were to read a magazine perfect for me and my witchy life what would be in this magazine you know so there'd be spells and chats about trying to be a witch around children and meeting people and learning new stuff and maybe I don't know joke corner or a competition or kind of like full house but for witches I mean how amazing does that sound (laughs) why does that not exist (laughs) what the heck (laughs) and then that was it then when the thought entered my head it was like I've got to do it I've got to do it I can't not do it and I pretty much badgered Jodie throughout the new year and up till February and then I made the tease it back in February which sounds absolutely horrendous now (laughs) now I've progressed and then we came up with yes we should speak about parenting but my worry is it might Single people out who are really not interested in kids but are really witchy and I want to appeal to them too. So hopefully this is the way forward. Do let me know what you think if you're into this idea. Now I'm going to do it alone. You know, It would be nice to have a community to speak to and bounce ideas off. And I've considered making a Bell Witch group on Facebook where we can talk to each other about ideas and stuff you want me to talk about. And who we could invite onto the show because I'm going to need to find more people than i know to come and speak to me and i really like the idea of just having a community of bell witches that do the whole podcast together ideas it'd be amazing oh my god i get so excited about it yay what else what else other news okay so in my other news drum roll please i have secured a spot writing for the pagans of the north online magazine (laughs) yay a little corner a little a little kind of like oh i don't know what you call it you know where you write for a paper a column like a little column Uh, and that's going to start in september when the madness of the six week ends and i can get my house and my life back together because at the moment it's a right mess and i will be writing it from the perspective of a witch parent so that that's exciting isn't it oh my gosh amazing right well that was a bit of a that was a brand new exclusive so if you've hung around this long that's what you got well done for hanging around thank you so much for sticking with me throughout this i have learned an absolute ton in six seven months i I learn all the time and I, i love doing it for you call to action please can you Rate us and subscribe to us. That is all I need. Hit the stars, Apple Podcasts, and subscribe to us. And that makes a podcast go. To get these super fans that I've read, apparently you need 1,000 super fans to have made it in a podcast. So that is my new goal now, as well as getting reviews. 50 by the end of the year would be spiffing. Yes, so have a magical week or two until the next time I see you. And uh, keep it real, witches. All my swales love. Bye.